0: I, um, I was actually thinking about that first song of I Won't Back Down and that in this passage that feels more true of God uh, than Moses almost to me because Moses keeps saying no and God keeps standing his ground <laughs> and, um, and I wonder if that's a good place to begin is to notice that God isn't intimidated by our questions. Sometimes something in our background tells us we're not supposed to question God. And over and over again, the story of scripture is that God welcomes that and says, Let's have a conversation about the thing that you're struggling with, the thing you don't want to do, the thing that you're mad at me about. Let's talk. And so this passage uh, begins in a place that we didn't read as Sarah named. She kind of pared it down. (laughs) Um, But it's with this bush that is on fire but is not consumed. And I love starting there because we can put ourselves in Moses' shoes and know that that would have been a normal thing for him to see. Not the, the only part that was different was that it wasn't being consumed, but bushes on fire in the wilderness would have been a regular occurrence. This one caught his attention. And there's an old midrash that says God had been trying for a week to get Moses' attention. This was the first bush he noticed. And he noticed it long enough to move towards it. And once he moved towards it, God started this conversation with him. And as we think about that poem, the poems that we read, we were talking about hibernating at our table. And there's a way that Moses has been in hibernation to this point. He was raised in the palace. He woke up to the injustices that were there back in Exodus 2 when he murdered the Egyptian who had been beating the Hebrew. And then he ran away. And he's been in that wilderness for 40 years. And maybe he needed that time. Maybe he needed 40 years to undo the 40 years of the palace before he could go back and be a different human. And so he's been away for 40 years, Perhaps he's been hibernating, and when we're in that place where we've been hibernating because we need to leave, it's all too much, I wonder if we also can know when it's time to wake up. And in this passage, it's Moses' time to wake up. And I want to think about together the sort of five questions that Moses asks. The first one wasn't on there, so God starts this conversation like, hey, I've heard all of the oppression and the violence of my people, and I am going to go free them from their oppression. And Moses, you're going to go free them from their oppression. So his first question is, who am I? Who am I to do this? His second question is, who are you? His third question is, what if it doesn't work? His fourth question is, what about? What about that thing in me that's deficient? And then he ends with, no, send someone else. And we won't be able to get to all of those questions today unless you wanted to stay here for two hours and spend your whole Sunday in this room. But I want to invite you to notice which of those questions feels like your question today. As you think about injustices of the world that maybe you're feeling called to do something about. Is your question, who am I? Is your question, who is God? Is your question, what if it doesn't work? Is your question, what about that thing that's not good enough in me? And are you just saying no? The who am I question, actually, God doesn't answer Moses when he asks that because there's a way Moses answered it for himself when he said, who am I that I could go to talk to Pharaoh and I could go free the people of Israel. And the thing is, Moses is exactly the person who can do that. Because as Sarah mentioned, this where I'm gonna do a couple of moments of participation. So this is a warm up participation. The next question gonna be harder. Uh, Sarah talked about this one. How was Moses born? What people group was he born into? Israelite, Israelite. he was born a Hebrew. Where was Moses raised? In Pharaoh's palace, who am I to go speak to the Israelites and go speak to Pharaoh? Moses, you are the exact person who can do both things. You are an Israelite, and they will open the door of the palace when you knock on it because they know who you are. You are the person who needs to do this because you are the person who holds both identities, Moses. It's you. Then he asks, okay, so if I do go, like what do I say about who is sending me? And what I love about this question is God's already answered it sort of because God has said, I am the God of your ancestors. I'm the God of Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Rebecca and Jacob and Leah and Rachel. God's already said that, but that wasn't enough. And I wonder for us when it wouldn't be enough to just say, the God of my ancestors is sending me. Because for some of us, many people in a room like this are deconstructing their faith in some way, and are like, the God of my ancestors, the God I grew up with, is not the God that I would follow. And maybe we also need a different name for God, something more than just the God my parents told me about. And unfortunately, in our Bibles, besides the translation we read was good because it helps us see this, most of our Bibles will translate the name that is given to Moses in this circumstance as Lord. And so this is our next participation question. When you hear Lord, when you picture the name Lord as God, what do you picture? What does the Lord look like in your imagination? Shout it out if you've got something you picture. Male. male. <laughs> Sorry, that was emphatic. <laughs> it's a little too loud. Yes, I was just agreeing. Yes, I think for many of us, Lord sounds like a male. What else? Sitting yes. On a radiant cloud with the sun S- sitting on a radiant cloud with the sun behind. What else? White robes, for sure. White robes on a cloud with the sun. have got an amazing picture so far. Anything else? The ability to smite. The ability to smite. So perhaps this lord in a white robe on a cloud with the sun behind also has a spear or a lightning bolt in, uh, in his hand, in his male hand, ready to smite anyone who wrongs him. Anything else? White. white. Ooh, we have a race attached to this perhaps as well. I don't know if that's, is that how you meant white? Yes, this God would usually be a white male God in a robe with a lightning bolt ready to smite people who wrong him. What were you saying, Sarah? (laughs) Zeus, yes. Notice that the picture we are painting right now is a picture of Zeus, who is a Greek God. And that is the God that many of us were told that we are following. And that is not the name of God given to Moses. I kind of want you, when you go home, to cross the word Lord out of all of your Bibles <laughs> because that's what we picture and that's not what Moses is told here. Moses here is told Yahweh. And that name, Yahweh, is a shortened version of how, of how God answers Moses' question about the name. So God says, or Moses says, okay, what's your name? God says... Ayeh, asher, aye, which is the verb to be in Hebrew, twice, with a um, participle in between. And it's the verb to be in the imperfect tense. So, first of all, let's notice that it's not a noun. If it's not a noun, it's not a gender. If it's not a noun, we can't place a being on a cloud with a lightning bolt ready to strike. It's a verb. God's name is a verb. And it's the verb, which is the verb to be or to cause to be. And the imperfect tense means that this verb started sometime in the past and at this point is still ongoing. So I actually don't like the translation, I am that I am, because I am sounds present. I also don't like the translation, I was that I was, because that sounds past. I also don't like, I will be what I will be, because that sounds the name is all of those things. I was the one who. who was and who caused things to be. I am the one who is and who causes things to become. I I will be the one who will always be and will always cause being. There's an ongoing presence and an ongoing action of possibility. That is the name given to Moses. That is what we should picture when we picture the God of the Bible. Somebody who was, is, and will always be present. Somebody who was, is, and will always be creating. Which becomes very relevant to this conversation that Moses is having with him because he has a lot of actions. Got this God, I'm gonna gonna start using a they, them pronouns because that's the best way to not have it be male right now. This God, they, keeps causing things to be in this conversation. Causes something, causes a staff to become a snake, causes a hand to get diseased and be healed, causes a new thing in the conversation. And I think about my translation I've been playing with for God's name is intimate creator, a name that holds both presence and possibility inside of it, which is the name Moses needs to hear right now as he's being asked to leave everything he has known as his life for the last 40 years in order to go to the most powerful empire in the known world at the time and tell them to give up the primary source of their power. This is a giant calling And Moses needs to know that the God who is calling him at this moment is the God who will be with him as he goes, and the God who will be with him when he comes back. And I love the image in that second question of what if it doesn't work out, like what if they don't listen to me. I love the image of throwing down that staff and having it become a snake. How would you respond if that happened to you? Let's hear another participation. <laughs> if you're asking God, what if it doesn't work out, and God's like, all right, I got you back. Here is how you're going to know that it's going to, that here's, here's my answer to that question. Throw down your staff. It becomes a snake. How would you respond? Scream. Scream. Good. <laughs> Run away, which is what Moses does. <laughs> point taken, okay? Got it. Um, I was uh, in the scripture circles that we do at 40 Orchards, which I would love for you to come. I really am going to double down on Sarah's request. Go to our website. If you want to participate more, we do these kinds of conversations in circles where every voice matters and every question is welcome. So please join us. I've got one in my home coming on Tuesday night. But somebody in one of those circles once asked, I wonder how much time passed between when Moses ran away and when Moses came back. Was it an hour? Was it a day? Was it a week? Because we're not told. It says he ran away from the snake and at some point came back to it. When was he ready to face the fear of the snake, which was actually the fear of it not working out? Because what God then tells Moses to do is, okay, look at that snake, pick it up by the tail. I just, I heard someone say no. <laughs> Why not? That's how a snake will bite you. If you, you don't pick up a snake by the tail, you pick up a snake by the head. What if God is actually saying in this moment, I'm not, trust me. And it is scary. And you cannot know until you try how it's going to work out. And it might bite you. You might get hurt by this task. I'm asking you to trust me and to do it anyway, to face that fear and pick it up, because you are the one who is called to break the chains of this empire. It's you. Go. And even when Moses gets all the way to that last question and says, I won't go, God doesn't back down. God says, all right, Aaron's going to go with you. Another human will also go so that you can remember and know that I am with you. Because you need to do this. There are people who need you to do this. And I wonder for us what questions we have to face in our life, what questions we have to ask God, in order to have the courage to move towards that calling that God has for us. Because God didn't free the people from oppression with lightning strikes. Remember, that, Zeus. God frees people from oppression by other people stepping in to end the oppression. That's how God works. So if we're mad about something that exists in the world, perhaps that is our burning bush, that we are the ones being called to step in and to change those things. Because God works through people, not through lightning bolts. That's how verbs of intimate presence